You're now tuned in to Culture Freedom Radio right here on TalkShoe.com where we keep it raw and uncut and most definitely we are here to liberate the minds of the people. Culture Freedom Radio, yes it is, the home of Conscious Talk Radio and much, much more. Come check us out right here on TalkShoe.com. Culture Freedom Radio, be in the house, in the house, in the house. got to cry, man. Yes, sir, indeed. Especially looking at all what's going on in the world today, it make you want to cry, man. It make you want to cry. I don't care how strong you can be as a man. I don't care how strong you can be as a woman. With all of this bull shiggity that's going down in America today, man. Hey, I'm telling you, bro, your sister, you got to be very strong. Cause boy, you may want to cry. That's Millie Jackson, man. That's Millie Jackson. Yeah, with that song right there, I cry, man. I like that one, man. I really feel that one, man. And you can, you know, you can feel with, with, with that's a good theme song with all of the stuff that's going on today, man. Uh, 
Man, I'm telling y'all, man, I'm telling you. Uh, peace and grace to each, each and every last one of you out there, man. I, I thank y'all for always tuning in right here to Culture Freedom Radio Network. Most definitely in the house right here for another broadcast. And indeed, and tonight we're going to get into how to eat to live. And I'm going to tell y'all, man, I got to be honest. I got to be honest. Can I be honest with y'all? This is not one of my expertise topics. Not that I'm an expert on none of this stuff any damn way, but this is really not one of my expertise. Because I'm going to tell y'all, man, I'm guilty as charged on a lot of stuff, man. I, I don't eat I don't eat right, but you know what? So it, it's good that I confess this. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to go to a confession booth in the Catholic Church. I come right here to Catholic, uh, I say, I say Catholic Radio, Culture Freedom Radio, and I, and, I, and I just tell y'all, man, I'm guilty, man, a lot of this stuff, but not eating uh, the right food and all of these things. So I, I'm 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 really not an expert on this, so brothers. I'm, I promise y'all I'm not. Um, you know, even one thing right now I, I was saying, and maybe y'all have an answers for me, man. Y'all could help me out with this one here, because um, I've been have I have a lot of been having a lot of acid reflux problem a lot. So y'all probably can give me some answers what I can do uh, to help me with my acid acid reflux, man, to get rid of this thing. I know somebody said you know stop eating a lot of acidy food. But I'm gonna tell y'all, man. I, I I can research and probably look it up. But hell, I I Sunray don't know what the hell what what acidy food is. I'm I'm just gonna be straight out with y'all, man. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I don't get a chance to study every damn thing. I'm not a food. But you got some food food experts out here. A lot of brothers and sisters who know a lot of things to deal with the dietary. I'm I'm telling y'all that ain't my expertise. I'm just gonna let y'all know that up top. But I'm gonna have a couple of clips and things in here, and um. Brothers and sisters and brothers we got out here um, that deal with food and uh, health, you know, who really just really research this type of stuff. So if you're out there, man, you can deal with this and give us some um, insight on our diet and help us uh, live a better life and stay away from some of the poison out here and teach us how to eat to live. We would greatly like to hear from you tonight at 516-418-5877. That area code one more time. The area code is 516 516- the rest of the number is 418-5877, and that's the number for all the shows that we call in. But I know Jess is going to come in here and they're going to throw something out there on the frying pan. See, I'm already messing up Jess's. I'm trying to fry something. See, that's another thing, fried food. You know, I'm trying to fry something, cook something, Justice. But at least I, I'm cooking it. There's not going to be no blood in it. You know, there's one thing I do know. Don't eat no damn bloody food. Don't eat no bloody meat. Cook it well done. I do know that part. I do know that part. But hey, tonight we're going to come in here and just throw out some, you know, just talk about how to eat to live, man, and really just be serious tonight. This ain't one of my damn Sunray 9 moments where I, I, I kind of clown around a little bit. It's, it's serious business and because um, it's serious about our health and our well-being. And we do have to watch our diet. I mean, we know uh, diabetes and is, is, is real uh, high, I guess, amongst us as people. They say high blood pressure. Uh, it's supposed to be high amongst us as uh, people here in America. There's so much, man. And I sometimes I think, I don't know, because I, I never been diagnosed for high, I mean, what's the thing? Yeah, high blood pressure or uh, being a diabetic. And I know sometimes I can drink some coffee. Let's say if I drink some coffee in the morning and I don't eat, I don't put something on my stomach to eat before I drink the coffee. Man, I get real sick. I, I started getting um kind of like dizzy, and I get real jittery, real jittery, man. Nervous as a mother sucker. Uh, but I really get real lightheaded, like I'm about to pass the hell out. I feel real weak. 
And I was always wondering, what the hell going on? What the hell? She's a diabetic. And uh, I finally just started telling her about my symptoms. And she was like, you know, we, you know, for a minute, she, she'll she check my you know, check my sugar. I said, man, go ahead and check my sugar. I'll be scared. Y'all, I'm going to tell y'all, son, i scared of them goddamn needles. You ain't got to, I'm, I'm going to tell you, you ain't got to rob me with a gun or a knife. Pull out a goddamn needle. Hey, you can have every damn thing I got. Just pull out a damn needle, man. You got it. You got it. So I'm just doing, just told y'all this something, something. But anyway, yeah, man, she little, she got to do that little thing when you, you know, you popped your finger, you know, just really just prick your finger to get the little blood sample. I'd be hating that damn thing. But she'll do it sometimes and she'll test and test it. And sometimes she says just a little bit low. She said just a little bit low. So when you come to find out in, in what it was, like when I drink, I do that, she said it dropped my sugar level. It just, it dropped it. And I have to eat something like with sugary or just eat something, put some on and, and I'll be right back, man. I'll never right off and I'll be good to go. So I've never been tested for it, but just, it's just sometimes I do drink that coffee without eating that happen. Um, I ain't trying to go let them test around, put me on no goddamn uh, diabetic medication and all that. New to the way, way, way. So, you know, I just have to watch out. Sometimes do the apple cider vinegar if I feel like my blood pressure going up. Y'all know about the apple cider? Yeah, I get that apple cider, hit that bad boy, boot. Right, good to go. I'll be good to go. So there are some remedies, uh, home remedies, the natural thing. You don't have to go get the white peel, yeah, and take, you know, we have natural remedies. And uh, I'm going to get some more stuff in here in a minute. Um, and one of my favorite, uh, I should have had my herb book. One of my favorite, though, herbal teas I like to drink. Y'all heard of burdock? I like that burdock root. I, I used to go and get the root. And I, I, you know, I boil that tea and let it simmer, and I might boil it, and and I might put it in the refrigerator and let it sit overnight, and then I get it again in the morning. I might go ahead and and boil it when I get ready to drink it, man. I, and and I I put a little. Some people say you know some people don't mess with honey, but I I, I can't drink that shit straight like that. So I put a little dab of honey in it just to sugar, uh, um, just to sweeten it, just a little bit, just a little sweetened, because it's kind of bitter. But it's good because it's supposed to be like a blood purifier. Uh, it's supposed to be blood purifier, and I think they said it's good for uh, like gonorrhea. You know, they had gonorrhea, common cold, um, a woman's uh, menstrual cycle and menstrual. So it's supposed to be good for that. And so I, I like to drink that. It's you know that's one thing I drink. I like to drink that tea, herbal tea. So the burdock root. Um, I hadn't tried too many other ones. I tried Burberry. I think it was damn Burberry or something like that. Man, that's some strong ass stuff. I need to get more into the, getting some ginger root. I, I see. I be on this taste thing, y'all. You know how how you know like if it, if it tastes bad for you, you don't want it. And all that type of stuff. That's how I be, y'all. I'm, you know, I gotta stop that. You know, the, the taste thing because like a lot of things that taste good to you. You know how to say it, it tastes good to you, not good for you. You know, so I, I I be like that, man. Damn that. So, you know, I got to stop that, man, because, like, just because it tastes good don't mean it's good for me. I need to stop that. You know, just hold my damn nose or whatever and just go ahead and eat me some garlic um, you know, or something. Get me on that ginger or something, man, because it's, it's all about my health, especially when I'm getting to the 50, uh, 50 mark. I really have to watch it. And um, and uh, I, I, I have to play this clip. Uh, I said I was going to hold it for tomorrow when I get on the video, but I, I might need to play it tonight because of dealing with this colon cancer because our, our good brother uh, made a made a piece and blessed be upon his soul, Chaswick Bowman, uh, Bozeman. I hope I always get it wrong when I get ready to see it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. The brother played Black Panther, James Brown, um, dealing with the colon cancer. So my good sister, a uh, piece of my good sister, Shaka, as well, uh, sent me something till we can play and listen to the symptoms so we can know some of these symptoms of some brothers as well 
especially a brother like this, speaking with that brother, we know that the symptoms, man, to watch out for um, for some of these things. But sometimes, man, we find with the time we find out that we have something, an ailment, or a real sickness, we can be in stage three and all that shit, man. It'd be like, you know, I ain't gonna say it's too late, but it has been far gone, you know, it's, it's way out there. So we gotta start learning some of the symptoms early. That's what they tell us. Learn the symptoms early. You know, just like a woman, she, you know, try to get the catch, watch herself for breast cancer. She learned the things to do, you know, to check herself, you know, you know, look for the little lump and stuff like that. You know, so brothers, we have to, um, I don't know how in the hell we can check for, uh, uh, what's the thing, you know, colon cancer or, uh, prostate cancer. There you go. That the prostate cancer. I don't know the symptoms of that one. Um, and damn, I'm scared of that. I don't, I'm not saying I'm scared of that test, but I don't want to have to do that test, y'all. I, that's one test I don't want to have to go get right there. I hear y'all laughing. I hear y'all laughing. Uh, but hey, I, 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 I don't want to have to go get that goddamn test. But I want to play this one right here. This is Dr. Layla Africa. Just a little small clip with Dr. Layla Africa talking about heart disease to get us in here and just talk about this stuff about food tonight. So, some brothers, the different foods. And uh, like I said, it's not my expertise. So, y'all bear with me on this one. This is not in my realm of expertise uh, expertise to talk about. But we do want to try to bring out different, you know, things and talk about in perspective, you know, move away from all of this this hectic and rigmarole of a lot of this goddamn politics and all of this stuff. And but we do know um that there were some more shootings. Um I just throw this in there before I get Layla Africa. That we did have I think three more two more, actually two more brothers who were shot. Uh, I did see one of them in, in Washington DC. They said the brother had a gun. They showed it. Uh, actually, he was trying to throw the gun away. He was trying to throw the gun, and, you know, it is, I guess the police thought he was drawing it on him, but he had his arm in a motion like he was bringing it forward, I guess, to throw it away, and one shot straight to the chest and killed a brother, man. So that's that one, and then there was another one in, in, uh, in L.A. I think it was L.A. My sister sent me the damn thing, y'all, my bad, uh, at L.A. Um, then y'all see the thing. Well, I think they just said, I was just listening uh, thought this just happened, but I think on the news, they just said not too long ago, this just happened six months ago. But anyway, there was a brother, uh, they put a bag over the head or whatever, and he was nude walking down the street, had a mental condition. And uh, his brother said he had a mental condition. He was naked, and they put this bag over him, and they laid him down on the ground. It's raining, number one, too. Uh, But he laid him on the ground and on his face, and he suffocated. Um, He suffocated. So that's what's been on the news. I thought it happened, you know, last night or whatever this week too with the rest of them but i think the news just said that it happened like six months ago i'm gonna have to go back and really look at that and research again but you know it's it's still happening so some brother there's a lot of bullshiggity that's going down with that so sometimes we just to ease our mind from a lot of this stuff so we want to go fucking really crazy right here with all of this shit, man i'm telling you so we just try to sometimes move topics in in different angles to relieve some pressure because still we have to deal with our health as well as all of this police brutality and and all the other shit we still got to learn how to eat right we still got to be in, in good shape because like I say a war break out everybody talking about fighting and shit but if, if a war break out your ass better be in some goddamn you have to be in some kind of shape you know we see a lot of these so-called revolutionaries out here and I'm talking about revolutionary because I am so-called what they call black and I can speak on this I ain't you know hey we have a so-called revolution. We see a lot of them are out, sh- out of shape like a motherfucker. I'm not trying to criticize and beat down and make fun of nobody, but a lot of them are out of shape because, number one, a lot of them just think this all they need is a motherfucking gun. Excuse me, y'all. Y'all know how I, I get sometime I, with my 
my French and my English, these what they call cuss words. But they think all they need is a goddamn gun. But there would be time when you don't you, you don't have to need your gun. What about your hand-to-hand combat? Like I tell y'all a lot of times, man, our brothers and sisters, sometimes we get in this war. I see – I'm not trying to compare us to white America or nobody else. But like I said, man, a lot of this stuff, man, uh, our endurance, we will get our ass kicked because of endurance. These white folks out here running, they jogging. You know, we talking about the white folks, they cavemen and women, so we only think they can deal in cold climate. I've been seeing them motherfuckers out there when the heat index was 105, 107 degrees running midday, y'all, out there running and jogging in the midday. The dog, the two babies, the goddamn, I seen one woman had the uh, uh, the double stroller with two children running with the motherfucker just running. They out, they out, they getting it. They running around and they getting it. Y'all know the song, they riding around. They running around and they getting it. They getting it in shape. So our endurance, we have to have it. You're talking about a motherfucking a, a, a race war going up against somebody. Listen, listen, brother, don't just all just think about relying on your goddamn gun. You better rely on, like, say, old school. Like, say, we even talk about why everybody got to pull out the gun, bro. What happened to we used to knuckle up and fist fight? Yeah, even with y'all revolutionary. What happened to the fucking hand-to-hand combat? Learning how to use them knuckles. Learning how to do some hit a motherfucker in the throat with your, you know, use your fist and hit a motherfucker in the throat and choke the shit out of them. Some y'all, you know what I'm saying? Put them up in a choker. Besides, everything about to be about the gun. And then even with your gun. You better still be in shape to know how you got to jog a couple of miles to get to the next rendezvous point. You got, to, you got to be in shape, man. You got to be in shape. So your heart condition, your blood flow, all that has to be good. You know, your breathing levels, you know, I, all of this stuff, man, plays a major part in our health and, and, and our health and wellness. You can't be a revolutionary right here. You're out of shape and shit. How you fucking going to be a warrior? Join the United States military. Some of y'all have. Some of y'all been in the United States military. Join that mother sucker and watch how they run your goddamn tongue out your mouth. That's just boot camp. I hadn't been there, y'all, but, you know, boot camp ain't going to work your ass out. So why now we want to be so-called revolutionaries and freedom fighters and we goddamn it scared to fucking exercise? What kind of... <laughs> It's like Brother Malcolm said, the only bloody revolutionary is a Negro revolutionary. Only unfit revolutionaries is going to be black revolutionaries. We got to train, y'all. I'm not, like I said, I'm not trying to make fun of us or none of that, but we have to do more than just talk about going to the fucking gun range and shooting. We need to train. We need to build our endurance. You need to keep your blood level going. You know, I know a lot of us, we got, like I said, hot blood pressure, diabetes, and all of that shit. You're going to get on the battlefield. You have to be in fucking shape. Don't just wait till you join the United States military and let them motherfuckers rip, what they say, uh, 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 rip in the shape. You should be want to do that for your own self. You know what I mean? But anyway, let's get this right here, man. Let about Dr. Layla Africa, man, talk about heart disease. Okay, I think. What are the major symptoms of a heart attack? Well, you have symptoms of a little pain in the rotator cuff, what you call the shoulder. You can have what they call heartburn. You can have tingling or numbness in legs or pain in the back. But the main symptom is usually that heartburn and the left shoulder pain. Okay. Um, You know, I hear they say, why are uh, the coronary arteries the most stressed arteries in the human body? Well, uh, you have the heart, which is a muscle. And when the heart is acting, we call it systolic and diastolic if you do blood pressure. The action phase of the heart means that muscle is working. When that muscle works, it causes an artery sitting on top of it called a coronary artery to get squished. 
So instead of being big like that, round, it gets closed like that every time the heart pumps. But if that artery is clogged up, when it gets squished or compressed, it diminishes the supply of blood to the heart. So you got to keep those arteries clean. Or else when the heart muscle is active and squishes that coronary artery, the heart will not get any blood at all. And then you're going into what we call a heart attack. Okay. So what then is congestive heart failure? That's when the, uh, the arteries are congested with plaque or waste. They're congested with this waste material from fried foods or incorrect food combined with people call it junk food. It causes a collection of waste or plaque, which is basically manure in to collect inside of the arteries and vascular veins and arteries. Okay. And that leads into what people call a heart attack. But correctly put, the heart is not attacking the person. The person is attacking the heart with their faulty, bad eating habits and things of that sort. The heart is not going to attack you and kill itself. It's the attacking okay. the person. The person is attacking the heart with their faulty, bad eating habits and things of that sort. The heart is not going to attack you and kill itself. It's the mm, that was it, y'all. It was on. Let me cut that off. Let me cut that off. Yeah. yeah. Hey, see, those are just some of the things we need to know. Like I said, I like what he said. The heart is not, heart is not attacking you. You're attacking the heart. Hey, there's one thing we have to learn about it. Uh, uh, recognizing heart conditions. And I want to th- throw this one in here, man, to get this out. My good vegans out there, man. And you know what? I didn't know the difference between this, these, y'all. I'm, 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 I'm just admitting my sins, y'all. I didn't know the difference between a vegan and a vegetarian. I was, I don't know what the hell I was. I, I, I did one of them before, y'all. Y'all might have to help me out with that. I didn't know the difference. I said I was a vegetarian, but I don't know what I was. I tell you what, I didn't call myself eat meat, right? I said I wasn't eating meat, but I was eating like soy stuff at at one time, which I found out they weren't damn good. Um, but I was eating some soy, and I used, used to eat tofu. And I was with somebody, you know, a, a, a sister who knew all that. I didn't know nothing about none of this shit, but I wasn't eating so-called meat. I know that, like hamburgers, regular ground beef. Now we did eat white and fish. So I don't know what the hell. I, well, well that, is that a a vegetarian or what? What? Because I mean, what's the what's the pesticide? I don't know what the hell I was, y'all. I'm be honest. I don't know. I just know I, we was eating vegetables. We do eat vegetables and stuff. Uh, but we ate fish and but I wouldn't eat like no pork anyway, no ground beef. So I don't know. I really don't didn't know the difference between a vegetarian or a vegan. But here's the app. Um, Y'all go check this out. Check the YouTube site out as well. Y'all YouTube shot, uh, site is Black Vegan Two. Black Vegan Two. One more time, peace out to my my good sister Shaka for uh, putting me on to this one right here. And just throw something right 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 fast about the app. They got an app called the Black Vegan Shop app. You can get this app and check them out, man, in the Apple um, Store, Apple, and the Google Play Store. I just play a little commercial right there. Black Vegan Shop app just released on the App Store and Google Play. It has all the natural herbs and ways to stay fit and healthy. By downloading the app, you'll receive exclusive discounts and advantages you wouldn't get on the website. Download it today and get on the road to optimum health. Y'all go and get that. It's Black Vegan Shop, man. The Black Vegan Shop. Get that app. I got to most definitely check it out because I need to learn all this stuff, man. Hey, I need to learn it because I got to get better with my health. I'm telling y'all, man, I got to get better with my health. And um, 
because I'm not doing right, man. I ain't doing right my health, you know. Sometimes I can get out here and move around and do a little bit. But I would like to be, you know, I don't, I don't want to have to keep dealing with, like I said, I can find out with this, um, what you call this stuff, y'all, uh, acid reflux, because that damn thing would choke the sh- daylights out of it, scare the hell out of you. Sometimes I'll be thinking I got the goddamn coronavirus, y'all. I'll be laying there, laying there trying to sleep, and I get the choking like I'm up. Oh, shit, I got coronavirus. My chest be like you got the cold in your dad. You know, everything scare you. Now you think you got the goddamn coronavirus. But I'd be more of an acid reflux. But it ain't no joke, man. That shit, that, that shit would hurt. You be in your sleep and then choke the shit out of you in your sleep. And so, man, it's, it's no fun. So, you know, we got to get our heart conditions and get all of this stuff right. And like I said, they said proper eating is one of the things. Um, eating, like Donald Elijah Muhammad said, um, how to eat to live. And I'm just read one thing, uh, a couple of things maybe out of here out of this book as well. Um, one thing he was talking about, many ailments, many ailments can be cured. Like, you know, a lot of the stuff we have, diabetes and like we're saying, diabetes and all of this, you'll think that you can never get over it. But I've heard like I've heard certain brothers who who had diabetes. Saying, hey man, I kick. I don't take no medicine anymore. I, like I had a coworker, he said he was a diabetic. He said he was on the pills, and I don't think he said he got to the shot. He said he wouldn't let him get get him that far on it. Uh, but he said he 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 changed up a lot of his diet, and he started taking, uh, as like I said, making cinnamon capsules. Started getting some cinnamon and putting it in capsules and taking it. And um, you know, I forgot how many he took about two or something like that. But anyway. And he said, man, he started doing that, and he started going to the doctor and, you know, just still going to the doctor, though. But he said he winged himself off. He stopped taking the medicine. He started feeling better. He's like, damn, doctor was like, God, man, hey, uh, hey, you've you, you been doing good. You know, he checked him out. I said, man, you're doing good. What's what you've been doing? He, like, he, didn't, he didn't never tell him what the hell he was doing because they still want to keep you on that goddamn medicine. He didn't tell him he stopped taking the pills either. But so he said, man, he eventually, he just winged himself all the way off the pills. You just watch what he started eating, and he was just like, you know, taking those cinnamon. You see, these natural herbs and things work. But again, like Elijah Muhammad said, these many ailments can be cured. They tell you that it can't. You got to stay on these white pills and these pharmaceutical things for the rest of your life. And maybe that's not true for a lot of things. You know, we just like I said, we just have to change our diet, stop eating certain things. Um, just watch what we eat and watch what we intake into our bodies. Um, but one thing Hanab Elijah Muhammad was saying, he was saying in this book on chapter 51, and he said many ailments can be cured again. He said sugar. You eat too much sugar. That is why you are having trouble with diabetes. We eat too much starchy foods. Lay off all of these sugars and starchy foods and just eat common food. Now, he was talking about eating one meal a day. He says lay off, lay off drugs that are supposed to stimulate your appetite which can cause you to overeat. It is unnecessary for, for you to try to eat or even taste all kinds of food. Eat the food that is good for you. It says, then, uh, then you'll feel well as a person should. Many of our ailments can be cured if we eat right. Stay away from drugs because the drugs themselves can kill you. Yeah, we know, damn sure know that. It says, uh, use no drugs to keep blood sugar down. Uh, just eat right. Stop eating sugar and starches, and the sugar in your blood will clean, will clear up. I'm sorry. I know because I have self-experience. Lay off the starchy food and eat food that contains protein. Do not let anyone tell you that you can that you can enjoy 
a good health while eating three meals a day. Now, he was strict on his three meals a day, y'all. He was real strict on the three meals a day. I'm seeing something. We got some cauliflower. Uh, let me see here. I'm just trying to find something in here, sisters and brothers. Just, just get, get us something in here. Uh, and I, I got some clips I need to play. My brother sent me something as well. My brother LJ. I'm trying to pull this out, brother LJ. Which clip is this? Brother Five. Now, there's a brother here, man. I, I like this brother, man. Uh, what's his name? I think it's Divine398, man. This brother be building on food. I'm telling you. This brother, he, he goes in a lot. He was going in to talk about Monsanto's and a lot of stuff dealing with this food out here. And this is a lot of stuff we are eating is artificial food. Y'all know this guy, doggone Monsanto's and these artificial foods, which is not good for us as well. Uh, I'm trying to get my timeline. My brother had sent me to, to pull up and read from. Let's see. Let me see here. Trying to check my messages, y'all. I got to start checking my messages. You know, I'll be having brothers and sisters send me messages and keep me in line on some stuff too, and 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 enlighten me. So let me see. I can chime in if you Okay, okay, no problem, no problem. Okay, no problem, my sister, no problem. Yeah, yeah, because like, hey, you know, I've had brothers and sisters helping me. Hey, we like to say we have, we have. I'm not the only one. I'm just we have a research team. So at at the time, y'all, hey, uh, I have. Sisters and brothers helping me out, man, and uh, what we're supposed to do, always help each other, man, uh, in this and enlightenment. Because everybody can't, you know, be on the phone and call in. So, hey, man, it's good. I appreciate all my sisters and brothers always sending in. Hurricane Laura Harris. I'm just trying to find this little part right fast. We're going to get into this, brother, talking about Monsanto's and a lot of food. He's doing a lot of breakdown on laws of diet, the dietary laws and Monsanto. So let me pour this up right fast. Sisters and brothers, let this brother do the knowledge, man. Just trying to get it right. Take that damn commercial out from YouTube and meal it in 21 days. Your system. If you do, if you do three day fast and then do one meal. Let me say this for the record. For the record, uh, uh, as well. Like I said, this is a clip. You have a lot of background noise in it because these built brothers and sisters out probably in the streets of New York, and they're building in the cipher. So you hear them brothers out, so you might hear a lot of noise because they're outside and, you know, have an outside conversation. So, hey, let's just get to know. You hear most of this clip real good. So I'm just letting y'all know that's what it is. So it's like, hey, man, it's not clear, son, Ray. They're outside, and they're building with the, you know, the brothers in the cipher. So just want to throw that out right fast. Within an eight-hour window, and then go back and do three-day fast, and then yeah. do one meal. In 21 days, your system will realign. Mm. But you can't do things like put poison in while you fast. Like you fasting, you have to eat like raw fruit and vegetables yeah. to get the alignment going. Yeah. And then when you, when you get off, when you're trying to break your fast, you shouldn't break your fast with Monsanto wheat or yeah. Monsanto grain or, or Monsanto starch or processed sugar. Because that yeah. throws your alignment right back off again. Yeah. So you want to do things like Stay away from grain, stay away from starch, yeah. stay away from sugar, stay away from dairy, stay away from soy, those kind of things. Now, the reason why I say even with your cows, people will be eating cows, and they might not be eating it according to Deuteronomy and Leviticus. But even if they were using Deuteronomy and Leviticus, they may not know that Monsanto or big America corporate farms probably fed their cows that they're getting ready to eat grain, hmm. which means now the cow has poison in it from the grain, yeah. and then you're eating secondary grain. That doesn't help you any peace, Lord. Uh-huh. You know, you're, you're still getting damaged. Like, you'll see, you'll see Asiatic people, they'll look like they're overweight, but they don't eat 
to be overweight. Yeah. But the grain is 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 creating inflammation in their body mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because Monsanto makes uh, wheat. A wheat kernel for Monsanto is about as big as your thumb. Mm-hmm. A natural wheat kernel from a natural plant, especially the one from ancient Kemet, is about that big. So it's the size of your, your pinky. So we'll be, we won't know. We'll be eating wheat germ and, and, and things like that. And we'll be thinking we eat like that. But it, it came from Monsanto. The devil is banging us from different angles. Yeah. You know, he's bringing us with his green, yeah. and he's giving it to a secondary by giving it to the chickens and the cow. Yeah. Which a cow is really a grass eater. Yeah. So if the, if you feed him grain, he gets high blood pressure and don't know. He gets diabetes and he passes it on to us. We got epidemic in diabetes and high blood pressure right now, and 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 we'll be five percent. Oh, I gotta pull that one back. Damn. So he said the cows. And stuff get the diabetes, and then they pass it on to give it to us. So damn. So it was passed was through the animal we passed on to us. You know what? I I, I gotta play this. I got I gotta find this book with Doctor York had wrote something about a, a, a citric acid. I got to find that in right. But I wonder. I just damn this brother going in with that one. So when they can get high blood pressure, you know what they, you know what they talked about mad cow disease a while back. Y'all remember that? They had the mad cow disease and stuff like that, and they stopped somewhat putting them there. I don't know what happened, to them, but I remember the, the mad cow disease. I don't know if they stopped the production at time. I just remember that. But uh, let me go ahead and play this, brother. I want to find something else in my, my uh, holy tablets. Banging us from different angles. Yeah. Mm. You know, he's banging us with his green, yeah. and he's giving it to a secondary by giving it to the chickens and the cow. Yeah. Which a cow is really a grass eater. So if the, if you feed him grain, he gets high blood pressure and don't know. He gets diabetes and he passes it on to us. We got epidemic in diabetes and high blood pressure right now. And and, and, and we'll be 5% eating according to our dietary law. But we don't know. They didn't poison the animal before we got it. They were going and buying it from the grocery store not really catching that. You know, so those are little things that, you know, that we, like, if you look at Elijah Muhammad, how to eat the live. They weren't doing that to the animals when Elijah wrote that. Yeah. So that's why five percent. Well, we we modify things. We we yeah. adjust. Um, what did he say? You don't you'll die. Um, you don't change. Yeah, if you don't deal with growth and development and change as things change, you'll get damaged too. You know, we have to adjust our sight and our the way we see one twenty based on our environment and what's happening. Yeah. You know, like yeah. like when Elijah had one twenty. It was world was one when the father had one twenty in the sixties. That the nine born in that world is not like this world now, right? We had internet. Nineteen ninety eight internet came in and in the homes. We didn't have it like we had internet in college, right? We were in college. They had internet and the big giant cold room. Now it's not like that. It's a whole nother world. Like look at our phones. Our phones, dude. Phone never did this. Hmm. We're just doing that, so we have to adjust to that. But at the same time, you got big corporate America is trying to use the Georgia Guidestones for real. We said they want to bring us from seven billion down to five hundred million. Do you really believe that the Europeans are trying to bring themselves down to five hundred million, or are they trying to bring the black and brown down to five hundred million? Because seven billion is too many for them to really just go out and kill. So they make us kill ourselves. 
get the trip how they doing that shit. Like, like I've been watching Monsanto and I've been watching Alex. Um, Monsanto, Alex kind of work together. Mm. Alec is, is big corporate America when they all meet together. Mm. And, and Monsanto is big corporate uh, farming, and they meet together. And then they're under the guise of, I'm going to feed the world. Mm. And we, that's why they use a wheat, and they call themselves feeding the world. But at the same time, the grain that they're using, whether you take the grain and put it in organic soil, or you put it in regular soil, as soon as it gets in your body, it creates inflammation. You don't feel the inflammation when you're your age. When you start getting like my age, and you're wondering why when you wake up in the early in the morning, you can't do like that. Because that shit that put inflammation in your body. Yes, you can work the inflammation out after. But after a while, you get high blood pressure, you get diabetes, or you get arthritis, or you got joint problems, or you got other things like it might attack your, it might not attack your circulatory system, like it might attack my circulatory system and only attack his nervous system, and you it might only attack your mental capacity, it might fuck with your organs and shit, yes, and then you it might fuck with your kidneys, it, it just depends on your genetic makeup, how it attacks you. Yeah. And then nobody really knows it. Nobody really knows that they're doing that to the wheat. Like, wheat's been around since Kemet. And when it only had 14 chromosomes. You know, Monsanto wheat got over 32 chromosomes. There's a plant with 32 to 48 chromosomes. It can't be good to eat. Something's wrong with that plant that they did that to it. Not only that, they modified it to such a degree where locusts don't want to eat it. Locusts don't want to eat. Locusts don't want to eat. I ain't eating it either. See, so that's why one of the 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 main. Yeah, I'm gonna stop it right there for a second. I'm gonna stop it right. I'm gonna leave it on that. I'm gonna come back to that one. Uh, uh, just was in the house. Like my my good sister said, a lot of people. She said a lot of people have a citric acidic acid because of Monsanto's. Damn, just try to eat organic. uh, uh, um, My sister said to try uh, try to eat organic and non G. Foods, man, yeah, most definitely, and uh, that acidic, uh, acid reflux, acid reflux. I'm sorry, y'all, shit. I better read, read, right, Sunray. You got damn eyes getting bad. Yeah, acid reflux because of GMOs, man. I, I believe it. There's a lot of stuff, man, because we eat. I, I used to say this here. And I'm gonna bring you in, just. I used to say this here. You know, like the, like the little boy food. My especially my sisters know because you know they it was. Most had to lick, the girls had to lick uh, play kitchen sets and all of this. You know, you had to lick play apples and stuff like to lick your little uh, refrigerator and all that. You had to play food that you having. So now, you know, as children, we used to, used to play with the little play food. Now we actually eat goddamn play food and unreal food. That's what we're, that's what we're doing to them. Now we're eating goddamn artificial food that we used to almost as children play, play with and act like we're playing like we're eating the food. And we really actually eating play damn food. But uh, I can't find that chapter. I can't find that. But it was something that Dr. York was saying here in, in this book, uh, The Holy Tablet. I hadn't read this Holy Tablet in so long, y'all. So, hell, I, I know why I can't find it. But he was saying something about that uh, citric acid and uh, how it's in the uh, 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 animals. And then when you eat that animal that has it, it goes into your body. I can't find it, y'all. Maybe I will a little bit later. Uh, I still keep peeping it out. We bring Justice in here. 
uh, see what he has to say. But yeah, I, and I bring some more. I got some more with that brother on here to talk about Monsanto's and a lot more. And, and I, I really got to, I want to find this one about kale. That brother was talking about different with eating kale and things of this nature. So I don't know nothing about none of that because I've heard some people talking about, yeah, you about eating kale and, uh, the brother was given the knowledge about um, about you know doing uh, and blending your, your your you know like brace your vegetables or something like that instead of juicing and you know and about the uh, so wheatgrass I had never had wheatgrass y'all ever had some wheatgrass I hadn't I never had it yeah I've, I've some people telling me see I I, I, I was one about them the taste thing y'all see that would be messing me up Sunray got to stop that shit like I said hold your nose Sunray and just drink it that's all you got to do like you do the cough medicine. Just hold your damn nose and just drink it. It's good for you. And now I know, you know what I'm saying? So you, if you want, to, you want to take that or have your ass laid in the hospital, Sunray, that's what you're going to have to do. You want to drink that shit and take it or have your ass laid in the hospital somewhere. Oh, y'all just convinced me to go ahead and take it. Y'all just convinced me. And bring justice in the house. Peace, brother justice. Peace, peace. Peace and love, brother Sunray 9. I know Coach this Freedom your Radio. Yes, this is my topic, culture freedom, all of the people listening. Thanks for coming and listening. We're trying to build with each other so we can learn from each other on how to eat to live so we can stick around longer than we have been doing. And so I'm going to get straight to it on just what you was talking about, Brother Sunray, which freed me up from eating meat 30 years ago. And I would like to do this rhyme that was written by Karis One that made me a vegetarian, and then I'll go from there. All right, so. Beef, what a relief. When will this poisonous product cease? This is another public service announcement. You can believe it or you can doubt it. Let us begin now with the cow, the way it gets to your plate and how. The cow doesn't grow fast enough for man. So through his greed, he uses a faster plant. Drugs are pumped into the cow in one big lump. Just before it dies, it cries in a slaughterhouse full of germs and flies. Off with the head, they pack it, drain it, and cart it. There it is in your local supermarket, red and bloody, a corpse neatly packed. And you wonder about heart attacks? Come on now, man, let's be for real. You are what you eat is the way I feel, but... The Food and Drug Administration will tell you beef is the perfect combination. See, cows live under fear and stress, trying to think what's going to happen next. Fear and stress can become a part of you and your cells and blood. This is true. Just when it's killed, then they freeze it. Then you thaw it out. Then you season it. Then you sit down, begin eating it. In your structure, its structure becomes your structure, all the fear and stress of another. Any drug is addictive by any name. Even drugs and beef, they are the same. The FDA has America strung out on drugs and meat, no doubt. If you think that what I say is a bunch of crock, tell yourself you're going to try and stop eating eating meat, I mean, eating beef, and you'll see you can't compete. It's the number one drug on the street, not crack, because that was made for just blacks, but ground beef for all American teeth. Life brings life, and death brings death. Keep on eating the dead and what's left absolute disease and negative read the book how to eat to live by elijah muhammad it's a brown paperback for anybody either white or black how many cows must be pumped up fatter how many rats gotta fall in the batter how many chickens that eat stuff you eat how much high blood pressure you get from pig feet you'll consume the fda can care less they'll sell you donkey meat and say it's fresh for 2020 
you suckers. That was written in 1990. And so that's when I became woke. And I was on a quest to have better health because I was suffering with a little bit of obesity for myself. And I had a pretty good shape, pretty good body. I worked out, I played football, everything, but I had a gut, and I couldn't get rid of it. And no matter what I did, how many sit-ups I did, it wasn't going nowhere. So it wasn't until I made a change in my eating way of eating is when, after a few years, I began to see results from having uh, been disciplined to eating one meal a day primarily. And the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches about how to eat to live being the main the main thing about how to eat to live is one meal a day. And that is something to align you back to your diet and who you are as as a black man or woman. So to understand how your body works and how long it takes for your body to digest one meal, that means that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was on point with the actual facts of one meal a day. That's 24 hours. That's a cycle of 24 hours. So it takes about 36 hours for a meal to go to you that has steak or hamburger or or pork or something like that, even chicken. It takes a longer time for it to go through your body to process, and it goes through a whole different process than if you just ate vegetables or fruits or just things that aren't uh, meat. And so for that is to understand that if you don't eat meat, then you will have a processing time that would be about 24 hours or less. So that's where I see that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's method on what he was taught by Farah was to eat one meal a day for longevity because he said that Farah wanted his people to go into living longer and he wanted us to live longer than our forefathers and our ancestors had been living for the past several hundred years. He said he wanted to make it where we was going back to living back into the hundreds of years. And so to to get us to do that, we would have to come back into our way of eating, which would be to be in tune with nature and to understand how your body works. And then you will be so in tune that you listen to yourself that you don't really need any outside influences or forces to tell you what you should eat or not your body and your mind is connected in such a way where that it gives you a deliberate information on what it is that you need. So like if you need a particular vitamin in your body, your your mind and your colon, they connect with each other. And, and, and so for you to keep the colon clean and to make sure that when you eat something and it goes through your body, you're not going to harm it. So your mind connects with your body, and your your mind and colon might suggest that you need some vitamin C in your body. So somehow in your mind, you 
know that this is what your body is calling for. You didn't listen to anything else but what your body said to you inside your internal scale of uh, realizing what it is that you're doing for yourself and, and how you how you govern your body. So you go and get your vitamin C, you get some juice and whatnot, some good 100% juice, and you 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 give your body what it was asking for, and then you you um, reap the benefits from that. And so even if it was calling for vitamin D, you would end up going and get some things that have vitamin D in it. It might not be straight milk. You might have something that you could be delighted with, like, a milkshake or something like something that has milk in it, but it doesn't have to directly be milk, but you still get the vitamin D from it. So it could even be cheese. Now, Sunray was saying earlier about he didn't know the difference between a vegetarian and a vegan. Okay. Okay. So I'll fill you in on that real quick. Vegans are ones who don't eat any dairy products whatsoever along with any meat at all, not even fish or anything. So they just eat vegetables and fruit and like grains and rice and, you know, different things like to that degree. So they're not getting really the thing about vegans to me is that that's not healthy because they're not ever getting any vitamin D that way. So to be a vegetarian is something to be more open towards getting everything that you need and not, alienate yourself from things that you do need. So for you to be a vegan, you're going to deprive yourself of plenty of vitamin D, which is going to make your frame thin and your bones weak. Even though you might be eating healthy, you're not eating as healthy as you need to eat because you're not putting in the vitamin D in your body that is going to strengthen your bones and make your body stronger. And there's a recommended daily allowance of how much vitamin D you should consume on a daily basis. So everybody's frame and people's height and weight are different. So I would recommend different measures of that. But you yourself would know because once you reach a limit of the vitamin D that you need, now if you consume it like in a beverage style, then you can find out faster how much of it that you want because you in your mind and if it's connected and you you clean up your body well enough to now you connect to your body and you only listen to what your body is saying then you can recognize that your body is calling for different things and at the time when you're looking for a vitamin inside of a pill then that could be helpful, but to me, it's better to get it straight from the source. Now, a lot of people consume um, vitamin tablets, and they—I—I I, I used to be big on those when I was much younger. But I think just eating properly is enough, as long as you get those vitamins that are in those things that you eat that give you vitamin A or give you vitamin D or vitamin. C or B12 or B and vitamin F. There's a vitamin F people don't know, but there's different things that you can eat. Like mentioned, you mentioned kale earlier, which is a great antioxidant, 
which is something that is like a garlic or an onion or red onion, which these things are powerful uh, healers if they're unadulterated, if they're not contaminated. So if someone discovers they have cancer and what they could do is they could discipline themselves enough to not eat any meat because if you eat these things like kale and garlic and onions and onions of different kinds, those are the great healers for your body because you have cancer inside your body. And and if you eat those things alone, even if you cut them up fine, you put your little um, season, we call it salad seasoning on it if you want to or not, it's going to benefit you as long as you don't sit with something that died, like something like a cow or a pig, of course, or any kind of meat or anything that died and you stick it next to that healthy thing that's going to try to heal you, now you're helping, I mean, now you're defeating the purpose of what it is that that great thing that you're trying to eat is not going to be able to assist you to the fullest degree that it could if you didn't have that uh, that steak next to it or in it mixed in with it. It's like people who get salad. They say, oh, I got a chicken salad, and I got a turkey salad, and I have these different salads. I don't know what all these different things. They put seafood in them and all this. But you are defeating all of the great things that the rest of the salad can do for you because now you got some scavenger stuff in it, which is going to harm your stomach. And now your stomach is going to have to fight just because that's in it, along with some things inside your stomach that are good for you. So it won't be as good or as beneficial to you if you eat a salad that has chicken in it or some, what do you call those things, shrimp and whatever else you say, that's some meat. That is going to take away from all of the antioxidants from the leaves of the salad and the cucumber or whatever you may put in it that may help you. So, what I want to say about some of the things about how to eat to live. Now I was looking for my how to eat to live book before we came on for quite some time. And it didn't dawn on me until I sat down and couldn't find it. And I said, man, I did blend that book out and the brother did not give me that book back. That's why I can't find it. So I'm going off of the top of my head with a lot of stuff, but there are things in the book that, no one else yeah, has ever said. A minute. Yeah, that's fine. You know, like when the Honorable Elijah Muhammad mentioned eating nuts, and he said that nuts are not good for our bodies, and they're made for another particular species and not us as a human species. And that when you eat nuts, he says it actually takes years off of your life, does you a disservice into your heart area, where it robs you of your life when it's not your food. You're eating something else's food. And that something else does that particular uh, creature quite well. And that particular food for that creature um, is is designed exclusively for those creatures that eat that, like those, those nuts or those type of nuts. 
So a lot of in a lot of cases, he said that. Uh, well, he said particularly when you eat nuts, it takes seven years off of your life. So I, when, you know, like me, I used to love, I used to like nuts and stuff and pistachio nuts and and um, uh, pecans. But I stopped eating all the nuts after I read that, and so. Then it was a time when I said, well, let me try some nuts after years. And then I ate some, and then I had some heart trouble. Like, after I ate them, like, my heart was kind of messing up on me. It was like, I beat too fast or something like that. And then I contributed to the nuts because I said, I didn't have this problem until I remember eating those nuts. And then after not eating them anymore, I never had that problem again. So a lot of cases, you got to listen to your body. It's like the time when I got heartburn when I was still a meat eater and I used to love my spaghetti and meatballs and I made some one day and sit down on Sunday and watch football and eat my spaghetti and meatballs I was eating them eating them and then maybe a couple hours or an hour later I started getting some heartburn and, and it was like hurting pretty good I was like oh what's what's the situation and so even back then I was listening to myself like man maybe it came from the meatballs or something i said because i don't see how the spaghetti part can really hurt me and i said the sauce i said the sauce could have some acid in it which could cause that to happen too and that's why you know sometimes you want to water down your sauce if you have something they say that it has acid in it or it has uh Whatever the case, you, you know, you want to water that down. But ever since I stopped eating meatballs, I have never had heartburn again. And that was, I guess, the last time was about 89 or something, I mean, maybe 90 at the latest, because that's when I stopped eating meat. So hmm. it was, um, I mean, so seriously, like, when you eat, like, I haven't really gotten into a lot of things about um eating right but when you eat properly and everything your body has a magnificent way of compensating for all of the things that are wrong with you so whatever's wrong with you and you start eating right after a period of time your body is going to correct those things and you'll notice perhaps a new body uh, a different body a healthier body and it, and and so for me to be the age that I am and then still be able to do everything I used to do and having lost a step, I think that I attribute that to how to eat to live, but not just how to eat to live because I didn't even read how to eat to live until three years after I was eating to live. And once I read how to eat to live, I was like, wow. I'm eating to live. I'm already eating to live. I was proud of myself, and I had not read the book yet. And so once I read it and realized I was on the right track, I was, I, when I read How to Eat to Live, I remember watching the movie Malcolm X, and I remember how the Honorable Elijah Muhammad talked in the movie. And so when I read the book, I was reading it like he was reading it to me. So I would talk like he was talking as if he wrote the book right then while I was reading it. 
So I would speak like I was him. And it was so effective inside of me that I became him in a sense where I was eating to live and loved it and just wanted to learn more and, and learn how to eat prop more properly. So he said, well, now you want to fast two days. Oh, fast two days. Okay, that means don't eat for two days. Okay. And I had gotten to that point. Like I had been eating one meal a day after – for three years without even realizing that I was doing that and no one told me to do it. I was just doing it because I was listening to my body. And that's all lined up with the God in you or in me or in us. If you listen to that, then you, you can you know, manifest. So once I was reading and realized it, I just um, wanted other people to... Um, other people that I knew to learn about it, but a lot of people didn't seem interested. So after a while, I just stopped trying to run around and educate people because I realized it wasn't for everybody and everybody doesn't have an open ear and everybody doesn't hear and everybody doesn't care and people are going to do what they're going to do. And this was just something that was maybe only a few ears can hear. And so I realized that. And I just stopped going around trying to ask everybody, oh, listen to this song I heard that made me a vegetarian. They didn't want to hear it. I mean, they heard, they listened, but then they said, oh, I'm still going to eat my meat. So I was like, dang, that wasn't strong as as it was for the, for, it wasn't as strong for them as it was for me when I heard it because it freed me up completely. When they heard it, they was like, just like, oh, well, you know, okay, whatever. You were about to say something, Summary 9? Yeah, I want to read a couple of comments. I got a lot of comments I want to throw in here. A lot of brothers and sisters, All right. you know, don't get a chance to come on live. So, yeah, I get some, and some messages, mm-hmm. and I like to share. Because we used to open up the chat room right here on, on Blog Talk, but I don't get a chance to do that anymore. So, hey, we still like to, the uh, uh, chat rooms and comments is a part of the broadcast as well. So, I appreciate everybody always for sharing the comments as well, sending the comments. So, I appreciate y'all as doing that. But I want to get to my, uh, uh, my brother, um, Jay Haru. Whole tip to you, brother. Whole tip to you, peace. And thank you always for tuning in and uh, everybody else. Uh, Tim Harvey, I want to give a shout out to my good brother, Tim Harvey. Uh, excellent. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. And uh, thank you for, uh, man, that message that you said to me. I ain't, gonna, I just, I ain't gotta read it on the app. Appreciate that. And, you know, and I, I tell you also, some brothers, and I'm gonna jump back into the, the, the topic where we at right here. Um, and this is what a lot of shows we don't understand. Sometimes we talking as an adult and and I, I I used to have to realize sometime that we have a lot of people listening, <clears throat> and but we all the time we know. And I get I got to be careful and watch my profanity a lot, <laughs> and that's my one of my other sins, y'all. One of my other sins. Check it down. But because we have a lot of brothers and sisters who listen and they're trying to uh, educate their their children now, and and um, rear their children, so I got to make be like say you know just remind myself of that too. And so I, I appreciate our brother Tim Harvey when what he said, you know, to me that you know I don't want to get into the brother, but you know how he's trying to he's learning and he's you know educating his son out there as well. But a lot of people doing so. I appreciate that brother that as well, man. You know, with his wonderful comments and uh, just letting us know that you know how we have been, like we said, man, to motivate and inspire. So I really do appreciate, man, that that to know that. You know, sometimes y'all may be thinking, man, man, ain't nobody paying no attention, man. You know, what's we doing? But that you realize when you get certain messages like, damn, so we are making an impact. 
you know. So I really appreciate that. You know, we don't we have to have the thousands of numbers because it ain't about no goddamn scheme. I'm going to finish it again. It ain't about it's not about the numbers. So I'm talking about the numbers games. It's about the really true education because, like, we know it's not in in the like I said, 85 and the five percent. You know, it's not that many. So everybody's not going to get it. The real it ain't going to be in a major group. The real deal is going to be a small percentage over there. I just want to throw that out, man. I appreciate, like I said, I do, I really do appreciate everybody, man, each and everybody who be on, whether you get a chance to call in live, you send messages later. This is like, this is about us, all of us. I just be narrating, engineering the podcast, man, and whatever, man, but this is about all of us. It ain't not about one individual that's, that's on here. I'm just saying that, man. We all, like I said, we said we family. God damn it, family always. So we like to have always have a family reunion. You know, so that's what it's about. So everybody bringing some information. But I want to bring this out. Talk about vitamin D right fast. Brother J. Haru said, uh, you can get vitamin D by standing out in the sun for 20 minutes. Man, yeah, good good old nature, man. Mother nature, y'all. Mother nature give us that, that substance called vitamin D, most definitely. He said, kale is good. Um, dead blood can make you more vulnerable to disease. Yeah, and I got some I want to read in there too. I found that when I was talking about a citric acid about the animal, so I found that too. Um, but yeah, he said dead blood can make you more uh, vulnerable to disease. Uh, I said cashews and peanuts are supposed to be good for you. And I want to throw something else out here. And you talked that sauce, Justice. Yeah, that, yeah, that sauce is the worst. Uh, and also, he was agreeing with you. That is true. Your body get balanced when you eat right. Uh, let me see here. Let me see. Oh, no, chat room ain't open, brother. I don't have it open. I need I'm, I need to start putting it open, though. i tell you what, next broadcast, I will start opening back the blog talk chat room. I will make sure I do that. Uh, I threw that out. And my brother, let me see, get my brother, brother LJ. Make sure to see what my brother LJ had in here. Um, brother said, kale is better than eating a damn burger or a burrito. Kale is better than eating a burger or a burrito. Well, definitely, brother. Um, let me see you before. Okay, I just put it in there. Uh, and I wanted to ask, um, talk about uh, peanuts. I know, brother, you mentioned about the peanuts and the uh, cashews. And my brother mentioned some of it, I guess, about almond. Now, because I like almond milk, I don't drink that other milk. Because, like I said, I mentioned again, I used to be on that goddamn soy milk until I found out about the soy. I didn't know, y'all. I didn't. I'm just trying to learn this back in the days. Now, I don't have that diet like I used to. I wish I did. Y'all ever hear something called couscous? I don't know how the hell to find it. It was just a mate that I was with. She used to cook all the stuff, man. Uh, but anyway, it was some couscous. I wish I had. I still, I used to love that shit, y'all. I don't even know what the hell it is. But I used to eat it. It was like almost like a rice type. I don't know, y'all. I can't explain it. But it was good. But anyway, almond milk. Um... What y'all think is almond milk good for you? You know, what somebody say about the almond? Because it is a because they say almonds just eating almonds. It's a brother he be on the radio show here. He was like, if you don't get a chance to eat breakfast, he said, man, you get hungry, you can eat some almonds. I've tried it. I'm just not a like a a peanut eater or nothing like that myself. But I've tried to eat the almonds. See, that's another taste. A taste I had to acquire. Now the raw almond, I can eat. You know, I can drink the almond milk all day long, but just eat. But like he said, man, you get hungry, man, just pop you a couple of them, eat them mud, man, and you will be full. And I've tried it, and and, and I was I was cool. I was cool for a while. So, and I want to play another clip right fast in a minute, brother. Just but what about the almond milk, brother? What about the almond? My, milk? Um, okay, almond milk is to each his own. Now, for me, I'm not going to do almond milk. I'm going to do milk. 
you, I'm not going to do almond milk. Gonna be, now, I might put some almond milk in my hair. I'm going to put some almond milk in my hair. <laughs> so, which, so, well, um, so which I'm going to get the recommended daily allowance that I need for my body of vitamin D milk. And that's the kind I'm going for, whole milk. So that's you drink me. the whole now, milk. Whole so you milk. Now, anybody you, you drink, go ahead. You trying to say you drink the, the, the cow's milk? I'm just saying cow's milk. I, I don't. Milk. I, I I never. I, I can never drink straight milk. So I eat some cereal, and people want to say, "What's his favorite cereal?" You know. So <laughs> everybody want to know, right? Um. I would say it. I ain't gonna say it on air. Go ahead. What you think it is? Don't even say it, because I know I'm a choke. You better not say no fruit loops. I know it's going to say something crazy. I wasn't going to do you like that. I didn't even think about that one, Joe. I wasn't going to do you like that one. I was going to use Cocoa Puff. Lucky Charms. No, man. You could use Cocoa Puff. That's what I was going to say. Okay, okay. That's cool, too. (laughs) No, uh, my favorite always been Frosted Flakes. Now, I I know there's a lot of sugar on there. So I do do like Corn Flakes, and I just use a little bit of sugar a very little bit so like i said everybody you have to modify how you how you present your food to yourself and where it won't harm you so i know how much will harm me and i know how much is not enough or you know so i know how much to not use like too much of let me put it that way and so once you know that then you always have to go back and flush everything out with water. So even if you have sugar in your meal and you got a cake or whatever you're eating, you got to get that out of you. Even if you had a beverage or you had your milk and the milkshake and all this stuff, you got to turn around and flush everything out of you with water. So I do recommend uh, about at least no less than 32 ounces of water a day. Now, some people, they recommend more. Some people recommend less. Like I say, you should know for yourself after a while, your mind will tell you how much water you need particularly for yourself to flush out the sugars. And, and some people drink beer sometimes. you got to flush that out of you too. And if you have some wine or some liquor, you need to get your water and chase it and get your your blood cleared back out so that it'll be flowing good again and get back to your optimum health. So water is a cure for all things. And That's true. those people with diabetes, when when they when they most people with diabetes is because they don't drink any water. And I've asked a lot of people and some people say they hate water and they don't drink water and they never drink water. And so that's an honest answer. And then that means that they're drinking things that are damaging to them, which is a lot of what y'all call in the South or up North in the South or whatever it is, Midwest pop. And here we call it soda. And so you, you know, you, a lot of people do these two liters and they got to have it. And that's their main thing. They fill a shopping cart up with so many of them things. You look in the shopping cart, you look for water, there's no water in the shopping cart. They only drink soda. Some people only drink that. And they tell you, I don't like water. And so they're the diabetes candidates. They're the ones that are definitely going to get diabetes. And the only way to get rid of diabetes is to change your drinking habits. Then you got to flush your body out with water 
all the time. But now you need some special water. You don't just need water water. You need to get the lemon now, and you need to make a lemon tonic for yourself. And then you get a nice 32 ounces of water, and and you squeeze three lemons in it, and you shake it up. You don't need to put no sugar in it. You're going to have to do this one hard on yourself. Lemon juice, lemon water, and juice. And once you do this, you're going to get rid of anything that's wrong with you, even if it's the coronavirus itself. In fact, I had a friend told me, he said, I caught coronavirus, and he used this lemon treatment that I was telling him about. I said, get you some lemon and this and that, and it absolutely cured him. 14 days after he uh, quarantined himself, he went back and got tested, and he didn't have it no more. So... Uh, I told him make it hot or warm. So if you boil it or at least make it nice and warm, or if you can't drink it hot, drink it warm, and it'll be very suitable for everything you got inside your body. It'll go and heal and, and, and work on everything that it needs to. You drink that three, four times a week or every day if you can until you are cured of your diabetes or your coronavirus or your influenza, whatever it is, this is the way to go. Lemons is an absolute um, uh, godsend. Like, this has so many healing properties in a lemon that it's it's, it's astonishing what lemons can do. But it it can cure cancer, too. So you got cancer going on, work with the lemons, too. All right. Uh, Now... Eating one meal a day is key. So once you got that down pretty good and realize that I need one meal a day and you get one healthy meal, one righteous meal before you, hopefully you prepared because that way you know what you got and you know what you're dealing with. But if you didn't prepare it, I hope that you chose the most healthiest food choices for your body. And once you do that, you eat that meal, and you enjoy it, and tomorrow around the same time, you're going to eat again. And before you eat, you want to have a bowel movement, and then after you move your bowels and and you've uh, relaxed your stomach, and then you eat after that, after 10, 15 minutes or 20, you go ahead and start eating, and, and that's when you break your fast. So we've been told you eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then we talk about one meal, and then you look at the suspect, the one that's spelled just like it, it, it reads. We say it all messed up. So B R E A K F A S T, and it's spelled like that because it's break fast. But then you then added two other meals to to the table, and now you confuse your whole self because you only just supposed to break a fast if you connect it to the earth in the right way. It's not about all these other things that go that you call meals. You're connecting to yourself, the spirit of you and the creator and being obedient to yourself. So 
to say lunch and dinner or supper, then now you're violating yourself by eating too many times than what your body can digest in one day. Your body can only digest one meal a day, but you want to eat three meals in one day, but you can't digest three meals in one day. So now you're aging yourself. You're forcing yourself to get older faster than you need to because you're eating more than you need to and eating more times than you need to. So you're speeding up your aging process by doing so. So to slow down your process of eating, you fast every day, one meal a day. Then once you conquered that and mastered that, you move on to two meals. You try, you challenge yourself to eat once every two days occasionally. And you've done that. So, wow, I ate once every two days a few times this month. And then you challenge yourself the next month. I'm going to eat. I'm going to go three days without eating. You challenge yourself. And you, you know, you exacerbate your amount of time that you can eat. And you know that you can no longer sustain yourself after three days if that's how long you went. And then you say, I got to break my fast, and I'm going to break it with a righteous meal. Like the brothers say, you ain't going to sit down with Santos and all these other companies. You're going to eat some righteous food that, that the creator put in your mind to eat because your food was blessed from the thought of, of, of eating that meal. It's already blessed. You probably have to even pray for it. It's already a blessed meal. So, <clears throat> yes, sir. And I got. I want to cut your whiz. I want to throw some other things in here right fast. Uh, damn, see, let me see. My brother said, "Yeah, they agree with you about the lemon water." And my brother um, J. Haru says he said that yeah, drink warm water because water freezes. Cold water freezes the intestines and it flow through through your system. Now I I, I told y'all this story before. When I was locked down once, I had a, a, a older brother who was a, a cellmate, and every morning he used to like turn the faucet on and, and get that water running kind of real hot, like you know, r- real hot. And that's what he mm-hmm. used to drink. And he had always had some kind of story for you, man. And and I can't remember how the story, but he was kind of telling me because you know he like gave me the inches of a car and he was just basically saying how my brother was saying it'll flow through you drinking that warm water lubricate he kind of say now he would say it kind of it'll lubricate your insides and all of this stuff that's what he used to tell me and uh he said he had some funny story i remember his man mr hampton i remember that brother man he had some wonderful story that brother man can go into he, he has some factual stuff and the way he give it to you like in a damn nursery rhyme or a sum and make this shit that sound so so uh, uh, so right though. Yeah, it'd be fun cool, as hell. He cool. <laughs> do the knowledge on you. I want to play this one right here. Another another one from my brother uh, um, nine. Um, I mean divine thirty nine talking about the dietary laws and uh, chemicals of food. Yeah, chemicals of the food. Let's play. Well, this. Uh, it's not a guy. Is this, is this, is this
to eat that from fruit. That's what it really wants. It doesn't need, there's nowhere on the periodic table of your body saying that it needs grain. Show me where you need grain. No, you don't need it. You can live off of vegetables. You can't live off of just no goddamn wheat. If you got diabetes, don't let me tell you that watermelon fruit is bad for you because that's structured sugar. Yeah. That's kind. That's not the simple stuff. That's structured water. So you need it. You need it. You need it. What you need is. Uh, and you don't need a lot. How they'll tell you, oh, you need to change a variety of food. No, you don't. You only need a few different kinds of food, and your body will love it. Uh, you don't need a whole bunch of different kinds of greens. You can live off of just spinach alone. That alone, that plant alone is a superfood. Hemp seed, another superfood. Uh, yeah, asparagus. Another, white people love asparagus. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I tell people, go in your refrigerator. Pull out every food that you have that has ingredients listed. How many how many foods you got left? So the majority of your diet should have something that has a twin in nature. Broccoli, a banana, apple. You can go right and find it in nature. Where do you find a potato chip? Where do you find a Twinkie, a donut, a nugget? So if you can't find it in nature, then it's man-made. It's grafted. It's genetically modified. It's chemically produced. It's manufactured. Who word being man? It's man-made. So you want? It might be hard to do 100%, but try to work towards the majority of your diet being natural. Can I find this in nature somewhere? In this state that it's in right now, real foods don't have ingredients. Fruit and vegetables don't. They don't have. They don't need it. Maybe one or two. You start seeing all these long lists of words and 20 syllables. You can't even pronounce it. You can't pronounce it. Don't put it in your body. Right. They got no business being in your body. We don't even know what stuff is. Exactly. That's why we scientists. You know, you got to be a food scientist too. It's like eating is like a, a chemistry experiment. You got to know what you're putting in your body. So it's like we conscious of what we put in our minds. You got to be conscious of what you put in your physical, too. That's your temple. Keep it holy. Keep it holy. Don't deface it. Don't put anything that is live grafted or any live grafted germ from original is devil. So how is it that they could grab some food and we'll go to the store and buy it and eat it? And the lesson told you any live grafted germ from original is devil. Uh, dude, uh, cornflakes, corn do not look like that. As a matter of fact, once it went to corn, it was grafting. Uh-oh, Justice. Uh-oh, I got a bag up. He, he said your cornflake. He said your cornflake, Justice. Any live grafted germ from original is devil. Uh, dude, uh, cornflakes, corn do not look like that. As a matter of fact, once it went to corn, it was grafting. Because prior to it being corn, it was made. Right? It wasn't called wheat. It was called...
How is it so sophisticated as a plant? It doesn't move. It doesn't even need all of those things. It can't move. What would it need? To, it doesn't talk. It doesn't see. It doesn't do that. It doesn't see like we see. It, does, it doesn't really it sees the sun, but not the way we see it. You know? So, in other words, what they did to the plant, they didn't do it. They'll tell us that they did it to see the plant. Oh, we're trying to see the plant. No! They're trying to kill the third world countries. They're trying to kill the people that live in the third world countries, as they quote unquote call third world countries. Okay. Think about it. What in. Are Europeans in the third world countries or black and brown people? That's, that's what you start looking at. And they say, and they said four billion four hundred million, and then on the, the other one they said one hundred and three million. Look at those numbers. Um, we outnumber them eleven to one. And then go to Georgia and look at the guide, the Georgia Guidestone. You can see this shit yourself. You don't. It don't take no rocket science. Go and online and look it up. And yeah, look on there. He has laws on there that they're trying to do. They're following through on them. If you think they're not, uh, what's Alex? Anybody know about Alex? First thing Alex did was um, turn the prison complex system, that was already horrible, into a private. A privatized. Okay. Okay. There's one hit. Then they the ones that wrote those books like Stand Your Ground. How many black people try to stand their ground? What do you think going down? That don't work for us. No. They didn't write it for us. They wrote that law for themselves. The Europeans, the the colonizer wrote those laws for himself. It's mega. All right, all right, all right. I got a couple of things I need to throw in here, man. I got to go in, man. They're going in. Oh, a lot of these videos that I'm playing here, there's a lot, lot more. Man, you can find them right there on our webpage. It's basically like a social media site. I'm going to call it a website, website, but it's like a social media page. You can find it right there. I think I have it in the description of the show. Let me make sure. Yep, yep. I have it in the description of the show. Uh, the link right there, you can click on the link in the description of the show. You can come on in, man. Hey, you want to get in here, brothers. There's a lot of great information. A lot of our brothers and sisters have been posting a lot of information in here, man. Just a variety of information. So click the link if you're in the description of the show. You can click and get it. If not, you can find us right there at culturefreedomnation.mn.co. One more time, that's culturefreedomnation.mn.co. In dot co, come on in there, man, and join like our uh, social group, social media group. You can do it just like Facebook, man. You can share posts, share all different kind of posts. We have different topics that you can post stuff right now. I'm sending a great um, a post right here. Uh, Acon uh, revealed the sixty billion dollars, man. He, you know, just giving out money. We have economic empowerment. Uh, hell, what's some of the topics on? I ain't gonna get into that, but take away from the show. But y'all, come on in there, man. We got everything: the knowledge of self. We got health. You know, topic, different blogs, community information. We got a lot of stuff, cultural information. Just come on in there. I made survival and first aid tips. There's a lot of stuff in there. You can come in and post different categories. And um, we will we'll have it where you can have different groups. If you join, you can create your own group. Just you and the selected people. Y'all want your own group. Hell, if y'all don't want Sunray in there, hell, I ain't got to be in the group. Y'all might have a group A. You know, your only selected group, man. You could have, uh, just say you may have some the more science. Y'all just have your own group, particular group. 
invite your own people in. Not your own people. I didn't mean to say it like that. You can invite just the Morris group. So, yeah, you can create the groups. So, we'll have that. But go and check it out at Coaching Freedom Nation. But I want to throw something else out, man. So, those, I bring it up. So, you can find all of those great clips like that uh, right there on the website. Just, man, it's a plethora of information on the website or the social media group. Uh, let me see here. My brother said something here. I got to go back, go back into the chat. Go back. My brother. Um, yeah, we talk about, oh, man, these uh, brother would say chemicals. And I got to read something with that, brother. You mentioned this, uh, brother uh, J. Haru. It says chemicals they put in the food make you addicted. Yes, sir, indeed. And he said these hybrid corns, hybrid watermelon. Yes, and I always said, too, um, not I always said, but they said too. I'm trying to go fast, y'all. But hell, we only got so many minutes on left in the broadcast, and I ain't gonna do too much over today because I gotta give me some rest, y'all. Get this Friday in here because I'm supposed to do another show tomorrow on Periscope. Yeah, check us out tomorrow, live right there on Periscope at six at seven p.m. Central, man. At seven p.m. Central on Periscope. Yeah, I'm gonna be doing the camera thing on that. It's gonna be totally different. So we have different subject on there. And we'll be doing tonight. So I'll be doing that live, like the television thing on Periscope Live. You can catch us right there at Culture Freedom 9 on Twitter. And you can find it easy right there, man. If you're on Twitter, Culture Freedom 9. And uh, on Periscope, just look for Culture Freedom um, Radio Network. It will be on at 7 o'clock Central, man. 7 o'clock Central. I don't know what the topic is, but y'all know whatever it is, man. It's going to be raw and uncut. Because I'm trying to be nice tonight. I've been on my P's and Q's tonight because we're talking about health. Really important. But tomorrow night, oh, I might have to go in, y'all. We're going to go in. I got some stuff I'm going to talk about. We're going to go in raw and uncut. But, uh, yeah, um, the artificial, like I said, like the thing, the brother talked about grafted. Like you got these things out here, man. These, as my sister was saying, Sister Shaka was saying earlier, man, stay away from these uh, uh, genetically modified fruits and vegetables. Like they got all these damn seedless watermelons, seedless uh, grapes, all that seedless stuff. I don't fool with that, y'all. I do, hell to the nizzle. I don't mess with all that foolish stuff. And I'm gonna tell you, I, I don't really eat watermelons, y'all. It ain't the stereotype. I, I know y'all that some Ray, come on, you know, you saying it's the stereotype. It ain't because the stereotype all black folk give watermelons. I just didn't like messing with the seeds and stuff. I just didn't like messing with the seeds. But hell, now think about it. I, I I want the seeds in it. If I would eat a watermelon, I want the seeds in it. I don't want the seeds. But you know, it's neither here nor there. I want to read something right here coming up because I got a couple of things I want to throw out of here. From the Holy Tablets, man, Dr. York was going in back here on the Holy Tablets. I found something I was going to tell y'all earlier. But uh, as my good brother was saying about these hybrids, let me find it again. Let me find it again. The brother was saying how they are putting chemicals in the food that make you addictive, most definitely. Yeah, I said no seeds, no food. No no seeds, no feed. Yeah, artificial sugars. sugars. I mean, sweeteners. God damn it. Trying to go too fast. I'm ready. Slow down. But in the Holy Tablets, Dr. York had said right here, and it was a... Uh, um, a chapter called The Diet, and he was talking about the diet and the thing called uh, another chapter called The Living Soul. He said recent studies show that uh, certain red foods, colorings, contain um, hyperactive. No, no, let me I'll go back. I'm going to go back, go back, go back, go back, Sunray. Uh, the, the right part, the right part. Okay. Recent studies show <laughs> that certain red uh, food coloring create hyperactivities in children. And the redefined sugar can cause emotional instability, and this is what most people start their children on. Yeah, it's those those red sugars. I, I remember seeing that, y'all, uh, before I remember Dr. was saying that these red uh, food colorings cause uh, create hyperactivities in children. And, you know, they want to throw them on these damn drugs and say they got ADHD, which is, they said, there's another 
uh, some bullshiggity that they created. And they said the guy even came out and said he admitted it, you know, but they said he, he's hypertension. That child is hypertension. Put him on some Ritalin. Just slow his ass down, slow her down, put him on the Ritalin. But there's a lot of stuff that all these candies and like they said, these sugary foods, read what did you say, uh, uh, refined sugars that they eat. You get them now, laters and shit like that. M and M's and all that shit you get them. Excuse my my French y'all. Uh, Skittles and all of this stuff that they're eating. Hell, I mean, what do what do you think? Like a brother said again, you know these foods uh, 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 make them addictive. They had, they create this stuff, put it in to make them addictive. But it was something I was trying to get into when I was talking about the acidic acid earlier. Let me go back in here because he was talking about it. I don't want to read the whole. It was a lot that he said. I'm just gonna skip through some of this chapter because the whole thing is is um is a re- is relevant. But I can't just read the whole thing out. It says animal protein contains a high concentrate of acidic acid, which is a a a uh, new a nitrogen compound similar to ammonia. It is not water uh, uh, saluted. And contain and, and cannot be broken down by the liver, thus through a certain amount of let me see, thus a certain damn summary you can't read. <laughs> you got to go back to kindergarten, brother. Thus a a, a a certain amount is eliminated. The greater portion of the acidic acid is deposited in the joint. Uh, here we go, y'all. The result of this is referred to as arthritis. Let me go back to that part. It says talk about the greater portion of the acidic acid. That we're getting from the animals, you know, from them, is deposited in the joint. And it says the results of this is referred to as arthritis. And, you know, when I go back, if I had read the damn thing, right, y'all, about messing up and shit, you know, y'all understood it. But it said animal protein contains a high concentrate of acidic acid. The protein that's in these animals, as he said, now, how true it is, y'all, I'm not a scientist. I don't know. Like this. this is, I told y'all, this is not my expertise. I'm putting out something you can read it and go. Because I used to, uh, as a child, man, you know, I had, uh, used to suffer with arthritis real bad when I was about, I think about, yeah, about 11, 12-ish in that area. Man, I used to suffer arthritis real bad in my knees. And, uh, man, it used to be hurt so bad. I used to be damn crying. I ain't lying. I used to be crying like a mother sucker. But, you know, they talk about, man, arthritis is for old people and all this stuff. You know, man, you old, you get arthritis. No, 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 not necessarily. You know, they have in children, babies, damn near, been, almost been born sometime with arthritis and shit. That shit hurt, y'all. I ain't going to say. But it was in my knees, and I suffered with it for a long time. And I tell y'all, too. I used to suffer with it for a lot, and it was real bad when I was, like I said, 11 and 12, man. I mean, it was rough, and then over the time, it, it slowed down, and um, I remember when I changed my diet, when I was with the sister and I changed my diet, I was like, well, I guess, just to say, a, a, a vegetarian. I noticed a change in my, I didn't, I didn't have to worry, I didn't worry, I mean, I didn't suffer with that arthritis and all those aches and pains in my body when I changed my diet. And even now I don't suffer from it like I I like I um like I did. And I was active. You know, here eleven years old, I'm active playing football and basketball. Man, we're doing plenty of running and exercise, but yeah, I still had it bad. But I don't do all that damn running and gunning like I did when I was eleven and shit, y'all. But hey, now I don't really suffer with it. Every blue moon and it it, it depends on when I'm working, got to wear all these steel toes and stuff like that. Sometimes it'll flare up, and it's because of basically my, my feet wearing these steel toes and and trying to work all the time. But other than that, man, I changed my diet, and I don't really worry about that in my legs and stuff anymore. Um, 
Yeah, brother said children are getting diabetes as well. Yes, sir. Uh, let me see. His brother said, go back. He says, yep, those damn coloring. Yes, sir. Damn hot, damn hot chips, for example. Yeah, you know what? And the, the children love those damn red hot chips. They love them red ass hot chips. You sure right, brother. They love them damn things. I, I can't mess with them in my damn self, but they love them. Let me make sure. See, I see, brother LJ got something right fast. Oh no, my, my sister. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I got uh, Tahaka. My sister reminded me, Brother Tahaka Bay is on again, y'all. And go and check out, I keep telling y'all, check out Moore's World TV. Moore's World TV, he's going on. He's been there to go on, I think, at the top of the hour. Or he may be on now. i check it out uh, a little bit in a minute after I come off of here. Yeah, Moore's World TV, that brother been chopping it up, man. Been doing some great knowledge. Hey, been still talking about it. More about this damn thing, in fact, but a lot of people are getting caught up with uh impacts and and, and showing i want to see if he goes to kentucky this weekend but that's another whole subject um let me see here brother said he had a problem when uh with his knees when he was six was 16 i changed my diet and it went away too yes sir mind you he said they have they have chemicals called red 40 in hot chips Mm. yes sir yeah like i said man it's a lot of brother with this dealing with this health man a lot of stuff in here um, so I got to give, I need to get back in here cause I'm saying a lot of stuff that Dr. York was talking about back in the days with this, um, the health and stuff, you know, I, that's, you know, I'm not a Nawabian. I don't follow the Nawabian teachers anymore or a part of the, the organization, but Hey man, I don't throw away no goddamn information. If it's, 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 it's relevant information and it can help save your life or whatever. Hey, shit, keep that. Hey, you can throw the goddamn teacher away. I know I better, I better, not, I better leave that alone because some of y'all are getting mad. <laughs> but anyway, you just take the information, brother. Don't, don't, you know, so hey, I still um, love a lot of the information. But Justice Milk, uh-oh, uh-oh, Justice, I found some here. Found some here on Elijah Muhammad. Like I said, I got to read this book too, brothers. You talking about how to eat the leer? I told y'all, I admit it last time. I told, I'm in my sin, y'all. I'm in my sin. I hadn't even read this book, man. I bought it, like I said, some years ago. And I have How to Eat to Live book two. Never read it. I ain't going to lie, y'all. I ain't never read it. But the Honorable Elijah Muhammad here was saying a little bit. Here's what he was saying a little bit, brother. Just he mentioned milk. He says, lamb is not a starvation meat fuss. It is also hard to digest, though it is a little bitter than beef. Better than beef, my bad. So I told y'all I can't read, y'all. Better than beef. You can read it. <laughs> I eat I eat lamb, uh, Elijah. I'm sorry. Well, I eat lamb over on Passover. That's the only time I really eat lamb, so y'all got to forgive me. But anyway, he said lamb is a little bit better than beef. Yeah, we go back to that beef, too. I learned about the beef. I didn't know about that at first because being a Muslim, I used to know, hey, don't eat pork. I knew about eating pork, but I was eating, wearing some beef out, not knowing because some years later, about two years or three years ago, I learned about that beef wasn't too damn good for you. But let me go back, though. But it said lamb does not attract germs as beef because sheep will always, uh, will not eat certain types of vegetation that cows will eat. Sheep are very careful about what they eat, like horses. The milk of these animals is all right to drink if their health is safeguarded against disease especially, uh, what you call it, y'all? Tuminosis or something like that. I ain't good at terminosis. I can't pronounce all these goddamn big fancy words. But he says pure milk and butter are best for a man. But I don't see what he said nothing about whole milk against whole milk. Maybe I got to keep reading again. 
But he says, you know, hey, you can drink the milk from these animals if their health is safeguarded against disease. And I remember some just this, this word disease right there. And I let you go ahead, Justin. I remember Dr. Yoga was saying this word. He said the word this, they call it disease. And he says the word is actually a dis-ease. I said, not a dis-ease. Because I'm like, yeah, you know what? And that's what somebody y'all might say. That's, that's semantics, man. Well, you know, look at it. Because, you know, when you do get these ailments in your body and pain, like I said, you could change your diet. Like talk about arthritis. Put you at a dis-ease. It puts you at a discomfort. Right. Your body, you could change your diet, and you would no longer be at dis-ease. Because when your damn knees hurting like a mother sucker, yeah, you at dis-ease. You can't sleep. I found, like I said, what I do now, I'm going to tell y'all another thing. I do chill at night. I bought, I've seen this thing at Walgreens, like $19. This is like a a pillow for your knees, just comfort, just is, is, is shaped between your knees. And that's what I used to do when I was young. I didn't know nothing about it. My mother didn't even tell me what the hell to do. They didn't, I, you know, they didn't know. So I used to go to sleep and my knees hurt so bad. I lay on my side in a fetal position and I used to get my pillow and just put it between my knees. Nobody showed me that. I, I just did. I was trying all kind of shit, you know, like to sleep. So I put it between my knees and it comforted and made the pain. Well, you know, comfort it go away so I can sleep. So now, even I'm old, I buy all beautiful from Walgreens. It's like, I don't know, it's almost like a heart, but it's shaped just like you put it between your knees. And man, I'm telling you, I'd be sleep like a mud. I'd be snoring so loud. My neighbor, them be knocking on the door like, man, God damn, wake your ass up. I'm sorry, I'm just joking about that right there. But you mean, it's sleep good and it, it helps comfort my leg. So, but it, <laughs> I know uh-huh. I, gotta act, I gotta act a little crazy a little bit. It says whole milk have been studied and linked to some, some cancer, brother. Yeah, and and that's why I want to go back to the the, the almond milk when I was saying about the almond milk. Now, I don't drink almond whole milk because it was something I remember going back that was told about the um. I mean, Dr. Yoga had a class. He was talking about uh, the cow milk being stopped me from drinking it. And uh, anyway, he was talking about because there's there's like blood and stuff like that, pus. That's in that whole milk. And I was like, I can't tell y'all the whole science on it, but I remember he was saying something about there's this blood and there's pus that's in that milk. And I heard somebody just talk about it the other day. So I was like, oh, hell no. I ain't drinking that shit no more. So I left the it's whole milk. pasteurization? Milk. When you pasteurize it, I mean, is it clears up anything? It. Like streaming it, like making sure no nothing else gets in it, yeah. and then it's tested, and then make sure. Yeah, so I left it alone. But you know, and another reason I left it alone because it goes with you know they say a lot of black well, but they say so called black people. A lot of us are lactose tolerant, and I know I am. I know I was, and I couldn't drink. I used to drink whole, milk, and I couldn't drink whole milk, so I started drinking two percent milk. So even that two percent milk started messing with me. So when I started drinking I'm the almond milk, the almond milk didn't bother me. I have no problems with almond milk. I could drink the whole. But that's good. About a half a gallon. Eat the way like almond milk tastes. I can drink that whole gallon and have no problem. Let me drink that damn a whole glass I, of I tried whole that. milk. Oh, oh boy, I'm gonna have some problems. Man, I tried some almond milk in my cereal. Man, I was about to throw up. Man, I'm like oh heck no, not no almond milk. This ain't working. I just throw the whole bowl of cereal out. And see that right there, like you say, like like regular just to, uh, well, what they said about the corn, just say like the regular corn flakes. See, with that, you don't even have to put no sugar. Usually we put putting sugar in your damn corn flakes and all that. Almond milk? No, mm-hmm. sir. Nothing. You don't have to put nothing because, it's, you know. It don't taste right to me. 
Don't taste like milk, supposed to taste. Kind of like me. You don't taste good, it ain't, it ain't no good. So that's hey, what I, hey, I. They've been drinking cow's milk from way, way back when uh, they said the cow is sacred. And that was all that was good about the cow was the milk. So that was thousands said, and thousands of years ago. Okay? Plus the sacred cow. Uh-huh. But yeah, but like I said, like the like the like the uh, uh the God said on the video, the brother divine uh thirty nine eight, like the God said on there. And I'm saying God because he was five percent of the God a uh, nation God and earth, so I'm calling, you know, giving every proper respect. But the God said on there though, but it, all of those things like the vegetables and everything that that was back in those days are not the same as it is today, you know, because we got these chemicals and shit they spraying all over stuff. All these different paws and even the animals that they're feeding. Like I said, they they was eating natural grass or whatever, feeding off the you know off the land. Now they on these uh, 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 farms and they're feeding them grain and all of this other bull crap that's not good for them. And you remember even even old Reverend Al Sharpton. How my how my partner Al Sharpton do it? I ain't talked to him in a while. Al Sharpton, uh, uh, he owed me forty dollars. He owed me forty dollars. He won't call. Tell me you back. to keep I'm on keeping me. it real. Yeah, he won't answer the phone, man. He owed me forty dollars. He won't answer the goddamn phone no more. So you know, oh, but that's man. Al. Well, you gotta catch yeah, up with him. He get to you. Yeah, Yo, yeah. Check it out he, before I forget. He, now you talking here. Let me just because about this important conversation we're having tonight. That yeah. those animals that are injected with these drugs. And end up growing excessively large in a fast time than they would normally grow if they had not been injected with the drugs. That they become obese and they become uh, very much in pain and sometimes can't even walk before they're slaughtered and sold and fed to people. And then by the time you get that and whatever was going on with that animal and you eat it, all the ailments that the animal had is going to go down into your body as you consume that. And then throughout your blood and throughout your arteries and could create some disease in you as well as that animal because the animal was morbidly obese before it was sold intentionally. And so if we realize that when we eat these things, and like you said about you had arthritis in your knees and that, and I was just telling an elder last week, and she was in pain, and I was talking to her. She said, oh, my knees hurt, and this and that, and my, my back. I said, well, if you stop eating that meat, I said, then I'm paying to go away. She said, I'm going to eat my meat. I said, well, if you just, you, I said, you must love just being in pain then. I said, because if you just ate, vegetables and fruits and healthy things, then that pain would alleviate. And over time, you wouldn't be in so much pain, and the pain would go completely away. And I said, did you ever think that that would work, or you ever give that a try? And she says, no. She says, but I might. And I said, well, didn't in the Bible it say that God would give you a new body, a new mind, and a new spirit, and, you know, you can have everlasting life and all of that. I said, well, he works through his children and that we're just conduits of the creator. And that what I'm telling you tonight is for your, for your sake, if you would listen, that if you don't want to be in pain anymore, 
then don't eat any meat anymore. I said, because every time you come outside and you sit out here, you just tell me that you're in pain. And I asked you what you ate, and you said you had the steak and you had the chicken and you had the, the ham hocks and all these different things. I said, but if you stop eating those things, I said, that pain will go away if you only just ate things of life. I said, because life brings life and death brings death. So if you keep eating all that dead food and all that, and you're just going to suffer from the sins of that. I said, because they're capitalizing off the ignorance of our people who don't understand that these things are intentionally fed to us to make us not live as long as we can. So if we can recognize that just like they were talking about um, the hot chips and the red dye, the the uh, 40, red dye number 40. And I was just imagining, like, if you eat that and you put, and it goes down in your lungs and it goes down in your stomach and your arteries and goes has to go through your your intestines, and this is this red dye stuff. I mean, this is contaminating you completely as you eat it. And if you look on your fingers, you you have a stain on your fingers that you can't even get off until you wash it off. And so this is a this is a, a certain thing that um, is is doing damage to you, you know, and it creates of all of the different food colorings that have these different measurements of estrogen and testosterone and a lot of the guys pick up the estrogen from these foods and they don't realize maybe lemon heads and, and now later up with all these different colored dyes you got blue you know number blue and blue number five and um yellow five and the yellow the other number yellow and and then there's other colors that they use and all of these colors do different things to your mood and to your uh development so i just say be aware of those things because i don't eat anything with artificial colors if it's not naturally colored then i won't eat it and i read everything before i eat it if i eat some kind of product which is rare and Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that you should have a limited food choice. <clears throat> like you don't have to eat everything. You just need to eat the things that are healthy that will sustain you. And if that's just two or three different things, then that's all it should be. You don't have to eat everything. See what I'm saying? And then when you get to that third stage of where you've gone three days and fasted, and then you break your fast, and then you eat a great meal, that prepares you for times like this or a time like when there's a tragic or a tragedy in your city where you can't get to the food or the food store is closed or there's been a tornado or a hurricane and you can't eat and there's nothing that you can do. But you've been through not eating for a day or two days or three days a few times in your life. So you know how that you don't have to necessarily make food the main thing. You can continue to survive and look for ways to get food until you can, but you've already 
been preparing yourself for these bad moments like Corona where they closed everything and you couldn't get all your food or if something bad happens, then if you have been eating to live, you're already ready for times that when there's nothing around you can eat two days or three or four days without eating before you get that food in you. And so that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to strengthen yourself because the more you fast, if you go three days and you do you do that five or ten times, that's going to strengthen your whole system and make you stronger because you got to the point where you weakened yourself to not eat. Not that you were weakening yourself, but you had gotten weak to the point where, okay, now I know there's no more food in my body. And the only way to move forward now is to break my fast and get some food in me and and be strong. And so you get stronger like that. So the more times you fast, one meal a day, two, if you go two days without eating, you're making yourself, you're conditioning yourself for times, you know, of tragedy and tragic times. So that's just going to make you stronger when those times come because you could put, you could pass up a plate of food and give it to somebody else at that point if it's not a lot of food available to somebody who really is um who really does need to eat because they're not mentally strong enough to to pass up a, a plate but you are and you know in a lot of cases if the only thing is available is something that you don't eat anyway like if there was something there like chicken or hamburger I'm not eating that anyway so that's going to go for the person who's going to eat that anyway but for me, I know that I'm going to wait until my best food choice for myself that I know is going to be righteous and it's going to not uh, do me a disservice for my mind and my body and my, my spirit and my soul. And so these GMOs, all this stuff um, with food, it's like imitation food. You got to really watch out for it and not even eat it. If you know something don't have seeds and you know that it should, then you shouldn't eat it. And it's anything else that you want that you know is not right or something that's made that it looks different or new or tastes weird, then you know that you don't have to eat these things. You don't have to partake in everything that anybody puts out and says that's food because in a lot of cases, it's something that they're doing just to capitalize on you to make money. It's not; It doesn't have anything to do with much of anything else. They might lie and say that it is to do with something like uh, eating healthier or something, and they created a new fruit or a new product, and it, this is a imitation fish or imitation chicken or imitation even uh, we call those shrimps and um, other things that are the scavengers. They have imitation crab meat and all this stuff. <clears throat> I wouldn't eat anything that's an imitation of anything. But that's your choice. My choice is to not eat any imitation anything. I don't want a substitute hamburger. I don't want something that looks like a hamburger, but that's not. It's supposed to be. Um, it's supposed to be. Um, good for me, but it's really not. Like you said, that soy stuff, and they make soy burgers and all that that stuff, it's not good for you at all. And so I don't want nothing that looks like a hamburger because the whole idea is to come away from eating hamburger. 
So don't sell me something that looks like it or one that tastes like it. I don't want nothing to do with it because the taste is false. The taste is an illusion. It tastes good, but it ain't good. It tastes right to you because this was the plan in the beginning. It's to cover up what's bad about this whole thing. It's like that experiment I asked you all to do months ago. And that was simply to go go in your refrigerator, pull out the hamburger pack, take the plastic off of the wrap, and put your fingers inside of it, like a little ball, and put it in your mouth and start chewing it. And now your mind automatically kicks in on you and tells you to stop and to spit this out. Your mind has already told you that this isn't cool. This ain't good. This meat is not good, not from the initial placement in my mouth. That's your mind talking, but you override your mind at some point. But right now, your mind says spit this out. You spit it out. Then you do what they tell you to do. Oh, you're supposed to cook this. So you go and cook it, and now you put your salt and your pepper and your ketchup and everything and your mustard and your cheese and your lettuce, your tomato and your bread, and now you eat it. It tastes delightful. It tastes, you know, because you disguise it what it really tastes like. Now it don't taste like that dead carcass you just put in your mouth that hadn't been cooked. It tastes it tastes delightful because you disguise the real taste. First you cooked it. Now had you not put anything else on it, just cooked it, it would be bland to you. Your mouth might tell you again to spit it out, put some salt and pepper on it first at least, then eat it, and then put your ketchup and everything to disguise the rest of it. So a lot of things we do, we disguise what it is about it in order to to trick ourselves into believing that it's good for us when it's terrible for us. It's called putting a dressing on it, like a salad, putting salad dressing. <laughs> yes, sir. I got, we got like three or four more minutes. I want to put this last clip and I got to get up out of here because I want to catch the, the other brother's uh, show as well. Um, so I'm going to play right. one clip in like three minutes. Uh, the brother going into again. He talk about greenery leaf, uh, green leaf vegetables. Let me play this right fast. A lot of vegans is trying to deal with like the, the kale and whatnot. Kale is horrible because it's related to like the collards. Like, they, they, like they, a mustard they, green, a collard right, green. Right. What it actually is is it, it's not. It, we called it slave food because they was giving it to the POW, the prisoners of war from 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 1555 to 1865. They were giving it to us mm. as prisoners of war. But that was only because they, it was a cheaper way to feed us. But and they considered us their livestock. Mm-hmm. Right. So we kept eating it when we after eighteen fifty five, we kept eating the things that we ate, not knowing that that gas and that bloatness is because that plant is not digestible for people. It's not a people plant, it's an animal plant. Yes, kale, mustard greens, collard greens. Don't eat that. No, don't eat none of that. The, you're supposed to eat the light green vegetables like romaine lettuce. Um, even regular lettuce would be all right if the devil let it out the middle and the, and the, and the flower would sprout. Then that lettuce would have food nutrition. But what they do is they don't let the flower grow. And by not letting the flower grow, the, it's almost like drinking water when you eat that. There's nothing in there. Mm. It's, not, it's not even good as water because if you drink the right 
water, it'll alkaline you and it'll give you minerals. And this, this is like drinking distilled water before it came through the cloud, almost like you caught it in the mouth. There's nothing in it. So what are we supposed to eat in replacement of the green leafy vegetables? No, the, the green leafy vegetables that we're supposed to eat, what it is is they replace our green leafy vegetables with that modified green leafy vegetables, kale, mustard greens, collard greens. It's not that we're replacing, we're getting rid of the devil's food and we go going that we're supposed to eat like spinach and those kind of green plants. Um, you ever see those spring mixes? Yes. That's correct. Any plant that Elijah has in, in, in uh, How to Eat to Live, eat those plants. Increase that. And if you want to increase the nutrients from them, don't juice them. Blend them. Put it in a blender so you get the fiber and everything. You want all of that. Right. And you can also do things like don't just get wheat grass powder. No, get wheat grass juice powder because wheat grass itself is pretty much indigestible. You can't pull the the chlorophyll out of that. Your body can't pull it out. It just sends it to your colon and uses it as roughage, and you shit it right out. But if you had got wheat grass juice, your body is absorbing that. It loves that. It, it, it's gonna change your whole. You can just do, like I said, three days, three days of no Monsanto food, and your whole body changes. The whole chemistry in your body changes. Yeah, changes your whole system. It's mega delicious. All right, you can find that one right there on the website as well. You got to find that one on the website as well or the social media platform. What is the chat okay. room saying? That was a uh, – well, no, I don't have a chat room over on blog talk. I just got different text messages and things uh, through the social media thing I'm getting. Uh, but, now I'm getting ready to shut it down. I got to get out and kiss Brother Tahaka. I'm, I'm one minute over. He already kind of started, but I'm going in over there. And check it out, the man. Just show the love to everybody else's show, man. You know how we got to do it, y'all. But uh, I'll be like, say, on Periscope tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Central Time, man. Y'all go and check us out and follow that show right there. It's something different. It's going to be the same thing over here. It's a different whole topic and everything. And then that way, on the camera, y'all can see the different things that I show, like follow video clips and things. We might talk about some of the things. Is, um these other shootings and what's happening with, the, you know, this criminal justice system and all of this other stuff. So I have a lot of stuff over there tomorrow night. Don't know what the topic may be might not even be a topic yeah just just come on in and uh shit y'all will find out when you get there but uh yeah i appreciate everybody for tuning in tonight man great topic of conversation getting into how to eat to live man yeah and i'm one of i'm guilty of not eating proper so hey man uh i think this might have resonate on me you know and uh appreciate my brother lj for um uh, and, and what you call supplying those great clips for us to listen to and check out, man, that great information there. I got to go back and finish catching some more of them because I like that brother there, man. Divine, what's it, 39A, I think that's his name. Oh, man, I like that brother there. He be going in. He be doing the knowledge for real. <laughs> that's the real God on that one. I say I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Appreciate Justin for sitting in with me tonight and talk about how to eat the live. We will probably see y'all. I might be on, like, be on Periscope tomorrow. I might do some Sunday. I don't know. I got an uh, engagement to check out on Sunday, so I probably won't be on Sunday. But uh, appreciate y'all for tuning in as well. Let me give y'all a hand clap. Hey, man. I want, I want some lions. I want the white people, man. What, give me some lions, bro. 
I can't find them. I can't find the Negro Negro clap. Oh, oh man. <laughs> they out. They out protesting. They out. That white audience clapping for me, man. Come on. I can't That's find the Negro clap. We got the hands up. Don't shoot. So I can't find them. I got you. I got somebody for you. And I'm going out to this, y'all. I'm out of here, y'all. Appreciate right, y'all. Come over there to Moore's line. Uh, uh, I said Moore's World TV, man. Check them out. Moore's Moore. Goddamn Moore. World TV, Moore's World. Send me how to get in, man. That's it. Just send me how to get in. Right here. This is JoJo Bubba right coming in the house right here. I just want to take this time out to tell you fellas about the radio show that I listen to. It's Culture Freedom Radio Network. When I like to get some knowledge from some colors, I mean some Negroes, I mean some Afro-Americans, I tune in right here to Culture Freedom Radio. Yes, I'm an old country-wide guy, but I loves me some Culture Freedom. Man, if they don't keep it raw and uncut and off the chain, I tells you, oh boy. Hey, y'all better keep it locked right here with JoJo Bubba, man, because this is my show. This is the station I listen to for raw and uncut Conscious Talk Radio, Culture Freedom Man in the house. Yeah, because I got friends in low places. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 